0: Welcome to the Speaking Simpsons podcast, a podcast where I break down every Simpsons episode one by one. If you happen to know something about an episode that I didn't cover, or you would like to tell me facts about future episodes so that I conclude in the podcast, let me know. I'm always ready to learn more about The Simpsons. My name is Thomas Craven, and today I'll be breaking down Season 1, Episode 2 of The Simpsons, Bart the Genius. If you didn't watch my last week's podcast where I broke broke, down the first episode of the season, uh Bart Roasting on an open fire. Um go watch that. Um I, I think it's pretty good. Um all a matter of opinion. Uh and give me a rating after in the in the, the rating section of wherever you listen to a podcast. Uh I normally listen on Apple Podcasts, but it all depends where you listen. Um so anyway, let's get into it. Uh Bart the Genius. Uh I really enjoyed this episode. I think it had better animation and the storyline was more fast paced than the first episode had been. Uh I guess since it was a Christmas episode it was lower paced but I like this one better. Barth the genius definitely had a slower approach than the golden years I would say. Uh but I think they had awesome joke after joke uh, and I really like that kind of part of the episode. Now I can't I can't say they put a ton of jokes in here um I I just think they were played out in better better it, they were played out better in later seasons. Uh like in the first couple minutes of this episode the jokes go from a, a game of scrabble to spray painting the side of a building. Uh, this definitely is one of my uh, favorite episodes of the season, um, and uh, probably top 50 of all time. Uh, that, that's a pretty uh, small category, actually, for Simpsons. Uh, like I said before, I think they landed the jokes better on in this episode than the first one. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, season 1, Episode 2. This episode aired on January 14th, 1990, uh, at the turn of the decade. This is the first episode in 1990. The director was David Silverman, and the writer was John Vitti. Uh, unlike Mimi Pond John Viddy has written a ton of episodes um from Bart the Genius to Radio Bart to uh, Mr. Plow a classic episode and many more uh cool fact this episode along with others was inspired by John Vitti in an accident that happened to him in school onto the oh yeah i guess that there's not much else to say that uh, i should probably elaborate but there wasn't much much to elaborate on except cuz uh you know you'll explain it later in uh, in the episode uh onto the opening theme uh this is by far one of the longest opening sequences uh, being over a minute, oh, being exactly a minute and 25 seconds long. Um, I, I did the calculations and wrote down in my notes that it was exactly a minute and fi- 25 seconds long. So uh, there you go. The actual reason for uh, such a long opening is two reasons. Um, one, so they have to write less content, obviously. And two, because uh, Matt graining. I'm going to say Groening, I remember, I, I looked back, I uh, listened to last episode, and besides saying um every single sentence, um, I, I said I wasn't going to say Matt Groening, but then I did, instead of his actual pronunciation, greening. Uh Personal story, um, my last name is Craven, but it's spelled C-R-E-A-V-I-N, and everyone pronounces it Craven, because that's what would make sense. Uh, so you know, uh, it hits me personally there, and I apologize to Matt Groening if you ever happen to watch this, which you wrote, um that uh, I apologize for mispronouncing your name last episode, and I'll try not to do it again. Sometimes it's just a slip of a tongue, but um, I'll try not to. Try to ingrain in my memory as Matt Groening. Uh anyway, Matt Graden hadn't watched TV in such a long time that the opening sequence uh was what he was used to, like he didn't watch TV since the early 70s, late 60s. Uh, examples are Gilligan's Island or the Adams Family um shows uh they they took a long time introducing everything. Anyway, um this intro has Springfield Elementary uh painted white instead of its usual orange, uh, something interesting to note. Uh, this is also the first episode with the couch gag. Woo, exciting! Yay! Um, they uh, this is a really simple one. They all pile onto the couch, uh, squishing together and uh, causing Bart to fly in front of the TV. Uh, I really enjoy watching all the cu- couch gags, and especially when I was younger, because um, they were really cool. Um, later on, I think that in the seasons, the more recently they've gotten a little too zany. I would say, um, that rhymes with tany. That's why I like the word so much. Um... They, they hand the episodes to all these different writers. Uh, now that's basically what they're doing now. Matt Groening is just there to supervise and stuff. And um, it's like the producer stuff. Um, but anyway, it was on the zany hand. Uh, I think they really, really went went off the, the whole spectrum here. Uh, in season 26, episode 22, which I'll make it to eventually, uh, called Math Leads Feet uh, with the Rick and Morty couch gag. And um, that was a little too zany. It's like when they, they hit the 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 or whatever it was, the, the spaceship into them, and then they... Said you destroyed a, um, a, what's it called, a, a cultural phenomenon, whatever it is. Yeah, that was a little too zany for me. Um, I, I I know a ton of people liked it, but I just I just didn't get it. Um, anyway, uh, this episode starts out with the Simpsons playing a game of Scrabble, uh, doing incredibly bad words, uh, like he, do, and then Lisa finally plays id, um, which is actually a word, it's not an abbreviation. Um, I was going to look up what it was, but I seem to have forgotten that. So, uh, insert definition here. Um, anyway, Homer Hilarious is like, um, how can anyone make a word out of all these lousy letters? And he has oxidized spelled right out in front of him. Uh, meanwhile, Maggie builds E, e equals MC2 squared MC squared, I can't even say that. E equals MC squared in the back with her blocks, um, which is an awesome scene, in my opinion. Then she just knocks it over like it's nothing. Uh, then comes the, the best scene of the whole episode, in my opinion. I actually have audio for this episode, so here it is. Uh, Bart plays the this uh, amazingness uh which is a uh, quidgy and uh i'm trying to find the audio here uh quidgy which he declares is uh quidgy ends up being 116 points if you look it up on simpsons wiki uh, while i was researching this episode i found a really cool fact um actually inspired a computer virus, the Melissa computer virus. Uh, it was a mass mailing macro virus released on March 26, 1999 by David L. Smith. Uh, it targeted Microsoft Word and Out- Outlook based systems and would infect computers by sending an email saying important, important message from and then the username who sent it. Uh, upon opening the email it would say here's the document you asked for don't show anyone else winky face uh, by clicking on it you were led to adult sites and then it would send itself to 50 of your contacts not only would it do that but any documents you open um would have the classic lines of bart inserted in it 22 points plus triple word score plus 50 points for using all my letters games over i'm out of here which is incredible i think i mean it's definitely not like a hack that's it's, hacks are never good but uh, i think it's incredible he was able to do that uh, seem uh seems like besides that it was harmless, but the guy who began it was eventually caught on April first, nineteen ninety nine, and sentenced to twenty months in jail and a five thousand dollar fine. In the end, the uh, virus cost about eighty million dollars worth of damages, which is a ton of money, and that that was back in nineteen ninety nine. Um, it disrupted personal computers and computer networks in business and government. So you know, actually, a bigger deal than uh than it seemed to be. Anyway, back to the episode. Uh, Homer doesn't believe him on the, the word quidgy bow And upon questioning, uh, gives uh, a, the best definition of the whole episode. You're not going anywhere to tell me what a quidgy bow is. Quidgybow. Uh, a big, dumb, balding, North American ape with no chin. And a short temper I'll show you a big... Uh, I really love this Scrabble scene, um, not only because of how funny it is, uh, but also because of the way they show the whole family. Uh, I think this would have actually been a, a great first episode if they had chosen that. Um, it was, definitely wasn't developed in time, uh, I found that out through researching. So I guess the Christmas special was the only thing they had ready, and it was around Christmas, so I guess it makes sense, but I think this is also a great second episode. They do a great job of introducing everybody uh, and, giving, and giving everyone their own opinions and mindset. Uh, I can tell this was supposed to be a later season episode, um, because Lisa is surprisingly not really shown in this episode at all. Uh, she's not really bratty, or she doesn't really behave like a little kid. She already seems like a season 2, season 3 kind of Lisa. Uh, like compared to the first episode when she's poking Bart, uh, when he has his laser removal thing, or or when uh, she's uh, uh, arguing with like a little kid. Uh, in this episode, she's pretty quiet and calculated, uh, like she's already developed a smart way about her, and she knows she's superior mentally to Bart, uh, I'm not sure if this was on purpose, but the Simpson family is definitely ignoring the fact that Lisa's smart. Like, wouldn't they know that? Um, like, uh, after they find out, um, Bart's smart, uh, Homer talks about, um, Bart being, his smartness being related to the crusty-o's, and then he suggests that Lisa eats them too because of the chemicals. Uh, like, like, he doesn't know that if Lisa took the test, she would ace it. Uh, I, I think, I think this is a uh, toned-down version of Matilda. Anyway, looking back at the episode, uh, the scene cuts to the the, the school day for Bart, uh, with him defacing the school the drawing of Principal Skinner saying, I am a wiener, spelt Ron. Uh, how how Bart, as a second grader, managed to get a can, can of uh, spray paint is beyond me. Uh, I'm pretty sure he has some outside resources. Martin Prince, we get an introduction, uh, of course, tells on them, uh, or to him in general. Uh, it's, it's a whole group with uh, Milhouse and a couple other uh, characters that become background characters later on. Martin Prince uh, tells on them, uh, and after trying to hide any evidence... Uh, Bart quite literally gets caught red-handed with his hands coated in red spray paint. I have no idea how Bart managed to accidentally cover both his, his whole both hands in spray paint. Like, did he spray his whole face too? Uh, I don't know, cause if, if you're holding the can, you wouldn't spray yourself. Anyway, cartoon logic. Uh, Skinner catches him and uh, tells him that he will see him in the office after school. Same place, same time. Um. Yeah. Anyway, side note. After school. Uh. Why Why isn't Homer and Marge called in immediately? Um, like for my school, if I spray painted a, spray painted a side of a building, that would be a pretty major mark on my school record. And I think that would, uh, allow a skip of class to, uh, uh, pun- uh, a quick punishment. Anyway, the bell rings and you find that it's IQ test day at Springfield Elementary. Uh, Martin, Martin says he hopes Bart, uh, won't bear any simple-minded grudge against him, uh, to Bart replies with his other catchphrase of the third one in two episodes, eat my shorts. Um, that was a major success. Um, it's, uh. Uh, as as catchphrase for uh uh I think it's NBC. That's what that's the show they used, and that they made a ton of revenue off that off that quote, um, catchphrase. Um, uh, and then uh, to not pressure them for the test, Miss Krabappel really calms them down by saying, "These tests will have no effect on your grades. They merely determine your future social status and financial success." And looking at Bart, she says, "If any, uh, it's kind of hilarious." But uh, I'm actually a little mad at Miss Krabappel uh, in the scene. She doesn't even give him any hope um like at all uh later when she hilariously says bart there are students in this class with a chance to do well will you stop bothering them i mean give the boy a chance uh, we all have a, uh we have this perspective of bart and you can see he's obviously trying uh like like when we, i really enjoy the scene when we go through his thought process and the the train and the numbers and it really shows a confusion bart has just because no one thinks he'll try so he doesn't study and that doesn't get any help um he has the perfect frame of mind uh as someone like me during the, that one test in seventh grade where I had almost no idea what I was writing on the paper. Um like that feeling of helplessness, uh, even though you're trying to do your best. And then later when he swaps out his test for Martin's just erasing the names and then turning them back in. Like Biscopple, aren't you supposed to be watching the class? Um anyway. Uh it's, it's after school and uh Homer and Marge finally get called to Principal Skinner's office. Um like like he said earlier. Um, seeing the damage of the school, Homer is forced to pay $75 to the school, which is uh, double that today, about 150 Uh, Principal Skinner uh, points out the fact that Bart's sick notes are obviously forged, uh, to which Homer writes a check in the exact same handwriting. Um, hilarious again, one of the more hilarious parts of the episode. Uh, anyway, uh, Skinner is about to probably suspend or expel Bart from school when there's a, a call from the PSA speaker and uh, Dr. Pryor struts into the room. Um, I actually really love early Simpsons animation, on the contrary to what I said uh, last podcast, uh, when I said it was it like a, a high schooler got a recreation try and then tried to recreate that. Um, but in a funny way. Uh, you can obviously see uh, when uh, Dr. Pryor, the psychiatrist, comes in. Uh, the background is the only thing that's moving, and he's only making arm movements. Uh, if you go back to the episode, you can see that. Um, also, I should mention the backgrounds are literally a single color or a fade, in almost every scene of this episode and for most of season one. Um, it just shows you how far the Simpsons have to go to the show it is today. Uh, anyway, they then find out after the Al- alp I can't even say it altitude tests um, that Bart is a genius. Uh, because of one test, I mean, like, seriously, that's the best you can do? Uh, Homer's then hilariously excited to find out that Bart has an IQ of 912, which is upside down and is actually 216, uh, which is greater than Christopher Langan, uh, who has the highest IQ ever of 210. So, yeah, Bart's definitely the smartest guy of all time. Um, uh, fun fact, Lisa's real IQ is 159, uh, which uh, places places her one point behind Einstein. So, uh, and she's 8, so, no, is she 8? wait oh that's her, um i think she's eight yeah then bart's 10 right oh how am i forgetting this already okay now I have to look it up how old is bart how old is bart he's 10 okay yeah i'm right okay so i'm so at uh, least only eight year old wow i was trying to confuse myself for a second wow okay sorry guys for that uh anyway um so then of course to make judgments worse on bart um, the psychiatrist uses an ancient form of uh, technique of cranium, crani- craniometry, um, to tell Bra- Bart's brain size, which is uh, super duperly debunked in uh, measuring intelligence. Because um, you can't, you can't just measure someone's intelligence by measuring their head and their brain size. Um, it just makes it so much more comical. Like they were definitely doing that on purpose in the episode. Um, and then suddenly, all the things that Bart did that was delinquent and poor behavior are suddenly signs of a genius. Um, everyone suddenly cares about him simply because he's smart now. Um, I think the writers of this episode were actually trying to make a point, um, that until you're at a success, um, uh, people won't care about you, which is a harsh truth of life. And this was on a kid's show, um, like Simpsons are getting deep episode two, right, right out of the gate there. Um, well, after that, um, uh, the whole family starts treating him like the favorite child, and they're suddenly also proud of him, stuff like that. Um, It's, it's kind of sad that Homer has put so much more effort into being a father only when Bart suddenly has so much more potential. Uh, it shows the dysfunctional family dynamic they have going on. Um, Lisa, of course, is super doubtful that Bart is smarter, smart at all, which is backed up by uh, a lot of evidence. Um, and then there's another Bart-angled view um, that ensues on the way to the Enriched Learning Center for Gifted Children. That's um, so like the deliberate actions to make sure people knew Bart was the main character in this family sitcom that was uh, uh, definitely uh, dysfunctional it was actually called uh, um, uh, George, George. Uh, I think the for- first George Bush um, called called it, uh, they wanted the families to be less like the Simpsons so you know, ouch, anyway um, they passed by an incredibly astute fine arts section on the way to the school um, which is probably worth millions of dollars, this my guess um, Homer then lovingly gives Bart his somehow clip-on tie when he found out he needs it. Like, I didn't know they sold clip-on tie, ties that were that big. Maybe it's like a gag gift that Homer actually used for, uh, real, real, really used it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying clip-on ties are a bad thing. Like, if you're an adult and use a clip-on tie, like, I, I'm nothing against you. I think they're great. Um, I, I just think it's funny Homer using it. Um, I think it's also a beginning of Homer's simplicity. Um, I think it's really a touching moment, though. Like, he's willing to give up his tie to, uh, to Bart. Uh, unfortunately it, it's uh, it's only because of his smartness, but but uh Homer's trying. Um he's trying to make an effort to be a good dad, even though it's only because Bart's smart. Um yeah I talked about that. Uh Bart Bart's also surprised when Homer kisses him, uh which is super sad. Uh moi Triste in Espanol. Um and the fact that it's never happened before. Uh Bart's, for Bart to be that surprised, those kisses have to be super sparse or have never happened before. Um, like I said above, uh, people's minds change quickly when you have something to offer for them. So uh, I guess it makes sense for Homer. Uh, then then Bart uh, proceeds to be introduced to Miss Mullane, uh, who isn't his teacher, but his learning coordinator. Um, yeah, I, I like that part. Um, the students are obviously, uh, they, they they find out real quick that Bart isn't supposed to be with them. And then ostracize a man, make fun of him and uh, take his lunch and stuff like that through trades that he thinks are good. Um, so when Bart goes back to his old school, he's ostracized there too, um, because they, they, they seem as too smart for them now. And then he's quickly in uh, this uh, spiral of loneliness. Um, it's really like a deep social topic that hits so early. But, you know, the Simpsons were never ones to be normal. Um, side note, I'm not sure about you, but I don't think the kids are as smart as they're made out to be. Um, being multilingual isn't about intelligence. It's about uh, where you grew up and uh, how many times you moved to a different speaking country. Um, our minds are designed to uh, pick up any language thrown at us because of the need to communicate. Um, speaking in palindromes is kind of impressive. Um, and then when they talk about the illusion of free will, that's something I talk about in my ninth grade uh, honors English class. Um, I guess I guess for a, for 10-year-olds, it's pretty impressive, but uh, it's a, I don't think it's worth a gifted status. But may, maybe it is. Uh, I don't know. Your opinion. Uh, my philosophy is everyone's born with the ability to be smart, but it's how they're taught that gets them there uh anyway enough of my morals let's get back to the episode um all the smart kids are bullying bart um so like i said before and then all the so-called regular kids are bullying bart and now bart um as expected is in a state of depression because he has no, no one to turn to and he can't be honest with his parents because i think he's really smart um at the simpsons house um after, after the school day um they somehow forget the word for nurturing um yeah really another family dynamic again and uh, Marge, Marge decides um, to help with Bart's newfound smartness, and they should go to the opera. Um, I know Marge is trying, but if your son suddenly became smart, do you think their interest would change? Like, if I if I became smart, would I not enjoy The Simpsons anymore? I don't think so. Um, uh, Bart, no surprise, acts up at the opera, but instead of telling him to stop, uh, Homer actually joins in the laughing. Um, Bart incredibly uh, ad-libs the song Carmen on the fly um, with, with this amazing song. uh Bart then finishes off the night saying it ain't over to the fat lady sings uh to which homer points to the fat lady singing is that fat is that oh sorry is that one fat enough for you son is his response um after that uh they finally decide to leave for a well-received burger uh, instead of the the opera which they probably paid a lot of money for um bart in his unfound depression uh, tries to keep living up to expectations um after blowing up the school and turning everyone green um He goes to the psychiatrist um, and then uh, uh, the psychiatrist somehow says that it's a sign of the class moving too slow um, and not even thinking that if he had been a regular student, he would have definitely been suspended or maybe even expelled. Um, I I think it's hilarious that in the scene, how the psychiatrist has two portraits behind him, uh, one of Albert Einstein and then one of Bart. Uh, It's not like because of one test, suddenly they're at the same level of knowledge. Like, uh, how'd that happen? Um, Bart finally gives up the stints in a letter to the psychiatrist. Um, because he can't live like this anymore. Um, his life is this. He can't do it anymore. Which I I would agree with. Um, Doctor Pryor confirms his dumbness when he find out um, Bart spelt. Uh, is, is it I think it's spelled. Uh, is it spelled? Uh, like I've always wondered that. Um, I'm pretty sure they spelled it. It's spelled that way for American. So uh, I'll, I'll go with spelled. Okay, so they spelled, he spelled, spelled confession wrong. So uh, Dr. Pryor is pretty sure he's not as smart as the test said he was. Um, Even when Bart comes home all green, Homer's happy to clean him up, which is, uh, again, sad because he's only so nice to Bart's smarts. Ooh, what a rhyme. Um, Of course, the second after Bart gives his loving speech on how he's loved his father uh, with his dad, Uh, hanging out with his dad and he hopes it continues Um, and then he admits that he wasn't actually smart Uh, Homer decides to strangle him Uh, what a great way to end the episode starting with Homer strangling Bart and then ending with Homer strangling Bart Uh, Homer tries to get Bart out of his room saying And then the episode uh, ends with uh, Homer fruitlessly scratching and baiting against the door. And uh, I really like the animation in that. Um, I think it's early Simpsons animation, but I think it's good. Uh, it's a fun, funny episode. Funny ending to a funny episode. Um, speaking of fruit, uh, did you happen to notice the miscolored banana at the beginning of the episode? Um, that was because uh, Korea, who, who helped animate the episode, didn't know what color a banana was. Um, so they just made a guess. Uh, unfortunately, Brown wasn't the right choice, unless it's uh, really... a. Um, a, a, a. what's it called, uh a, a over-ripened fruit um, with a somehow yellow inside. Um, anyway, uh, on to the ratings for this episode. Um, this episode got an okay rating of 7.7 7, uh, due to the off-timing of some of the jokes um, and the rather slow pace. I can't even say words today. The rather slow pace. Um, with that being said, I think the episode is better than its ratings, in my opinion. Uh, I'm giving it an 8.5. Uh, I think it did a great job of showing more of The Simpsons while it some pretty good jokes um yeah i I think th- I think it personally did a good job. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode um The first time I watched this episode, I think was back um a while ago um uh the two channels I watch the Simpsons episodes on uh I watch them out of order um when I, I I buy seasons so I can review them, but like this podcast but um on t v when I have free time, I just watch them out of order. And uh, there's a 691 and a 699. Yeah, that's the two episodes I watched, you know, FXX and stuff. Um, and uh, I think the first time I watched this episode was way back in 2014. So uh wasn't even a decade old yet. But uh, I really enjoyed this episode the first time I watched it. And um, I'm glad to review it now because I, I understood way more things that I didn't understand before. Um, I didn't, definitely didn't notice the banana until um, I went back to review it. And all, all the jokes that I... Um, wasn't really paying attention to earlier. I finally understood now. And uh, I'm glad I'm going back to review every episode. And uh, I'm not sure how long this will go and how long it'll last. But, you know, I've made it through two episodes. So, you know, that's progress, right? Um, that's double the what I was at last week, which was one. Um, uh, trying trying to relate to the office here. Um, when Pam Beasley doubles, doubles her sales from two to four, it's like me doubling my uh, podcast from one to two. Um, hopefully I'll make it to four. I mean, I, I hope so. That's only two weeks from now. Uh, let's hope. Uh, anyway, enough of my uh, rambling. Um, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Um, and I have some exciting news for you guys. Um, I now have an email set up to field any Simpsons questions or comments you have, uh, or anything you just want to send to me related to the Simpsons. Uh, email with a question at speakingsimpsonspodcast at com. Um, that's SpeakingSimpsonsPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll be sure to include your question in the next episode, or if that's not an option, I'll be sure to respond to anything you have to say. Um, I'll try to be timely. Um, I'm pretty timely on my uh, email responses. Um, I guess guess that's about it. Um, So join me next week for Season 1, Episode 3, Homer's Odyssey, uh, where I break down the de- depressing feel of this episode and, re- and reveal my opinions on the worst background animation, in my opinion, um, in Simpsons history. Um, so I'll see you then. Bye.